0: welcome to the business bromance show fall in love with your business all over again now here's sam and nick and we're in hello sam
1: hey i'm doing good how are you buddy i'm very very well yeah welcome to the business bromance show with me sam taylor and me nick burridge uh how's it going it's good Yeah. yeah Did yeah, we?
0: yeah, yeah. Look at us all bright and day, and it? We're normally doing this in the evening, aren't
1: we? We're usually doing this in the evening, but um, you know what? It's it's nice to be flexible enough to be like, do you know what? It's Thursday night, I've been working my butt off all week, I'm
0: done. I think I'm done with it, I'm done, I'm cooked. Yeah. I just need to chill, yeah. and
1: yeah, we, we get that. But Friday afternoon, we're back here now, and that's that's all good. Now, before we get started, I guess that we should mention that our sponsor for this episode is Rebecca Day 360. Uh, Rebecca Day 360. Has a range of balms and oils for recovery products. If you are an athlete, if you're a mountaineer, if you're someone who does something physical and you get aches and pains, go and check out her website because she creates the most incredible recovery balms and oils. So if you need to get back on top of your game, then go and check her out for sure. It's Rebecca Day 360 Uh, If you
0: fancy any of the products at checkout, you can put in TBBS10. That's going to give you 10% off. I saw her chatting with um <clears throat> a local ex pro rugby player called Chris Bentley on LinkedIn. Indeed. They were chatting about it, and she said, Don't worry, Chris, this will fine-tune your body. Mm. And knowing what his body's been through for yeah. 10 years, of, I think it probably needs something more fundamental, but it'll Indeed. be very good for it. Anyway, a- and so. of
1: course, to tonight is the night that we're going to his potentially his yes. not working networking. That's right. Which is a, a one of the biggest, I would say, networking events in the southwest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think that's an exaggeration. No, no. Um, Every sort of six weeks. Uh, There was one last time uh, just before Christmas, I think. So maybe a little over six weeks ago. Brilliant night. Great fun. Great fun. Loads of good businesses. uh, And the premise is is that you can't network while you're there. Don't exchange business cards. Try not to talk about it. Just make connections. Just make friends. Which, of course, as we discussed on a previous podcast, is the core of networking. You're not there to date. You're not there to... Oh, right, let's, uh, you know, walk up to a bar, meet a woman, meet a man. Shall we get married? No, 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 no.
0: Calm it down. Let's just start a connection. A little bit of chat. Yeah, indeed. no, absolutely.
1: Yeah, indeed. So tell me about your week. What have you been up to?
0: Um, Gosh, you always ask me this, and it's always terrible. It's been a good week. Um, <laughs> no, I've been quite productive. We've got some new pages out on the website this week. Hey, we good. put our pricing page on. Good. Yeah. Brilliant. Transparency. Transparency. So who has a, you know, how many websites do you go where they have pricing as a main menu? item? Not many. No. So. No, So please do that, get that done, uh, especially because that's what I teach clients to do. Not having it was a bit, you know, critical, wasn't it? Yeah, a little so, bit, yeah. So that's been good progress. But good. then as soon as you start putting a page on a website, then something, you're like, oh, I need to do, I need that content to link theirs, I need that page. Yeah. It's like endless, but it's fun. Um. So it's good.
1: Guess what I got this week? What did you get? hundred pound penalty for not doing my tax return. Oh, mate. Forgot about that, didn't uh, I? Oh, you see? They don't remind you a lot either. Weird <laughs> that, weird that, isn't, weird, that? That, isn't it? Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah, I could do with some help on that. Maybe that's something you can help me with, yes, uh, at some it. point, yes, because, yeah.
0: yeah, uh, yeah, but,
1: but we digress.
0: My week's been mental. I've uh, been all little tax men listening that know me, they'll go, Don't ask him, <laughs> anyway.
1: Yeah, this week's been a, a little bit crazy in that, um, been all over the show. We've been out meeting businesses this week with the action coach videographer and just asking them about. What life's like with coaching, where they were before, uh, what their vision was, and where they were heading for, and how a coach has helped that journey. Yeah, it's really interesting. Like some of the things you wouldn't think about as much. For example, one of the companies that we interviewed um, got a load of subcontractors on Mm -hmm. and thought, "This is brilliant. This is you know we're we're, we're flying the flag here." Notice that everyone's productivity was going down. Well, You know, you put yeah. these guys on separate jobs, mm-hmm. they can do X amount in a day, you bring them together, all of a sudden, they're only achieving 60% of that. Right. And it turns out that there was some profile, there's some personality profiling types that were rubbing off against each other. Mm-hmm. You had some very kind of what I would call traditional construction workman types, yep. you know, bit of banter, quite thick skinned, mm. like, like that humor, but then some quite sensitive souls as well. And you put those together and then all of a sudden interesting. I don't want to ask so and so for advice. No, I'll oh, no. just get on with it. And uh, you know, so so understanding how a coach can work with a team and and try and bring them all together, regardless of their types, was um yeah, interesting to but see how that's right. gone ahead.
0: Love that. Yeah, it's
1: so, so interesting, all that stuff.
0: Powerful stuff. Powerful stuff. I miss that. Sometimes people in my company say, Oh, so and so is frightening, I can't talk to them. And I think what? Yeah. They're not frightening, they're an absolute pussycat. Yeah. What?
1: So yeah but different person, yeah but, perceptions, yeah, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess as a, as a leader, um observing that, making sure that you're kind of chewed into what's going in, what's happening on the ground, and then trying yeah. to help and lead from the front is, is probably Yeah, but you,
0: you never can be, can you? Mm-hmm. I don't know. No one will ever knows, God. And if you if you you know if you lead five hundred people, how are you? Yeah, how yeah, you that's a good point. I mean, yeah. it's really you just Anonymous surveys? They're not work, are they? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, you gotta yeah. get the culture right, you get so that your reports interact properly with you. Yeah, feel they can share. You know, it's the culture, isn't it? Yeah, and it yeah. goes right down through. Yeah. I guess, but yeah,
1: having that you no-blame know. no culture mm. instead of it just being called a no-blame culture is, is probably yeah. pretty important, right? Definitely. Now we're not talking mm. about that today. We're not no. talking about how you can get a team working in synergy and harmony and getting the right bums on the right seats on the bus. Although I think that would be a great one for a future podcast. Yep. Today, we're talking about a post that you saw on LinkedIn from the great and wonderful Marcus Sheridan. Yes. About five sales principles.
0: Well, yeah. Well,
1: five principles every salesman in 2023 yeah. could benefit from.
0: I think that anyone in business can benefit from a lot of these and you'll see why this is not, I wouldn't view this as a sales session at all. I'd view it on touches on something that's very close to my heart and you'll see why, but it will help every part of your life. If you get this thing, right. Okay. How about that for a setup?
1: I like that. I like that. that. Set it up. Let's get the elephant out of the room. This is something we spoke about before the podcast and that is Marcus's delivery of some really valuable advice. Now, you know, Marcus quite well. I've met Marcus. Mm. Bloody nice guy, very normal and down to earth, mm-hmm. and yet his delivery on this post is very. He
0: just he's, a, he's amped it up a bit lately,
1: he's amped it up, he's amped it up, and I'm not mm. sure if it if I like it now. It's not an audience of one, so it doesn't really matter what I like, no, but if I represent a percentage of people who can take value from what he's saying, but then take a Take a little bit of a like, oh, mm. I don't like that. Am I going to stop listening to his posts? Is he losing a part of his market, trying to gain a part of the market? I don't
0: know. I don't know. I don't know. He, he really puts a foot wrong, that boy, unfortunately. No. So he's probably right. But Yeah, maybe the I, whole I, amping up is I, could, I suppose it's probably going to bring in more new people. That the current people go, oh, I like the old quieter. Marcus, that's what yeah. I bought. I didn't buy this one. So. Yeah,
1: interesting. Yeah, but he had some real value in that post. It was really good, and I've noticed he's done a couple of these. He's done one for digital marketers. He's yep. done one to be a better speaker, but yep. this one was focused on sales. And I guess we can roll into into the the straight one, which resonates the the point one to being a better salesperson in 2023, as he would say. Um, but resonates purely like beautifully through the coaching community is. Ask better discovery questions. Yeah. That's a great one. Yeah. Don't just be satisfied with what's happening on face values. Dig below the surface and try and understand what your buyers are literally looking for and not just what they're saying.
0: And that's true in so many meetings. Hmm. We had like, this is a huge get asking good questions is huge because yeah. help, help you at home with your lovely fiance. Yeah. Ask better questions. Help your lovely wife, your lovely wife, lovely kids yep. or kids. Let's just say kids. Um, yeah so it, the questions the questions are absolutely key and I guess that I so I review my sales calls and about 3 days ago we would have found me swearing at the computer because the guy said something whatever it was and I went took it at face value and ran with it right and I looked back and went you idiot mm. absolute and you and I should know better um, so <clears throat> the first, you know the first thing is stay curious don't it's not about you no, <laughs> it really no. isn't about you. My, my coach says this to me all the time and uh, you might need to say it again, but it, so the, the, the instinct is and my, someone on my team is, is very good slash bad at this. in other words, they will hear something and they'll answer it as quick as they can. Mm. And that's why it's really handy, by the way, having two of us in a meeting. because I go, hang on a minute. I'm not sure. And i say to the client, can I just dig into that a bit more? Nice. Cause you want to help you. And if you're selling, you really want to get to a bit where you can tell them some things. Yeah. No, no. It's interesting. Absolutely not. It, that's really interesting because one of the points,
1: well, a couple more of these points as we go through, we'll, we'll kind of unveil them. But that kind of, you know, when you're trying to look at bringing speed to mm-hmm. the equation and being a true subject matter expert, then you almost, you know, you want to, you want to kind of answer it as fast as possible. Yeah. Or so you can see how people would fall into the trap of wanting to ask a, a, yeah. a, answer it as soon as possible. But the minute you start Digging mm. below the surface, asking a few more questions, it could be that actually, it's not just the product that they're talking about or the service they're talking about that they want to buy, mm. but a load of things that they're almost upselling themselves by bringing more needs to the to the conversation.
0: Yeah, you want to trigger a lovely self discovery voyage mm. by them as you go through, and there are a few little tricks you can use. A great one is the law of three, which I know you know, mm. so it's usually somewhere after the third well the second supplementary question so you've asked a question you've dug dug with another one dug with another one mm. and it's somewhere in that third one yeah that they will they will um <clears throat> you know reveal that to themselves their true need yeah and i bloody love that
1: yeah and i'm stink at this as well bfo a blinding flash of the
0: obvious well sort of a blinding flash of self-realization well, yeah yeah for sure
1: um so yeah Dig below the surface. Don't just be content with what they're coming. Don't take the first answer. Don't take the first answer. Ask. You know, there's a great the challenger methodology, which is something mm. that I always remember from my EDF days. Is you know what's keeping your what's keeping your prospect, what's keeping your client up at three a.m. in the morning? Yeah. What's really on their mind? What are they worried about? And how can your product or service help with that? And you're only really going to find that out if you ask some questions. But it's
0: yeah. But just don't come to that second bit too soon. Just right. there is a point where you're going to flip and provide that strong recommendation. I get that, but ideally it's already something they've said. Mm. They've said, by the time you've gotten to say, we've got to place Nick where if we don't do X, we're going to have disaster. And you yeah. can then get to say, right, well, to avoid the disaster, we need to do it, you know, it's, yeah. and it all. And actually the question to ask is probably what, what does the
1: disaster look like? Yeah, what would it mean can, to you and your you, family? Yeah, yeah. What would it mean to your business and the progress that you've made yeah. over the last 12 months? Just questions like that, just opening them up and being curious, being genuinely curious will lead to discovery on both parts.
0: And uh, and it, the other skill in this that I'm struggling with is to, is to it's quite easy, Or at stage one of learning this, is you start asking a lot of questions good not it's better than not because mm. most people don't so you're already ahead but then it's like what questions are you asking so we had a role play yesterday with my coach um and i was speaking to a salesman and i need to sell him the idea of using video in his sales and i started off by saying you know tell me about your close rates are they 100 percent? as a way to get him to say no they're not 100 for me to go oh well i can show you to how to get them better okay my coach is like it's all right, but it's not a very, it's not a very good question, isn't it? It's not really. It's very leading. It's very, well, it's quite leading, but it's also, it's like, he could sort of say, well, they're not hundred percent fuck off. Of course they're not. Right. You know what I mean? So because he said, how right. would you, how would you phrase that question better? You could say something like, do you find that sometimes within the sales process, people fall away? Mm-hmm. Or if you wanted to take them to video, you could say, you know, you know, that thing in a sales call, as it goes on, people warm up to you mm-hmm. and you go, yeah, 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 I know that. You say, well, would you like. Sort of to bring that in from minute one, and then they go, Yeah, yeah, I'd like that. And then you can, Well, we could use video to do that. That's better than saying, Me trying to go, Well, if you don't have 100, I, you know, it sounds very salesy. You've got, well. you got to get right in yeah. specific questions. It's such a skill. Yeah, nice. so it's interesting.
1: So, first one, ask better discovery questions, dig deeper, get to the core, find out what's Law of
0: Three definitely it. is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, um,
1: yeah, yeah. The second one on Marcus's list for uh, sales professionals is. You strike. Use strong recommendations with confidence.
0: Yeah, if you've got there, if you've landed, if you've created the landing pad for your strong recommendations, where you're totally comfortable. Mm. And again, this came up role plays yesterday. A lot of us were half creating the landing pad, making the recommendation, and then going back and asking a few more questions just to check. No, (laughs) not good. Okay, you know you've got to get the A and B side of your call sorted. Yeah, yeah. Um, So yeah. So you kind of, you prepare the way Mm. and then you land.
1: Yeah. Okay. And your confidence will come through understanding that process and being really comfortable in that process as well. Asking your questions up front, gathering that fact find, getting your information, matching it to your product or service, Mm -hmm. understanding why you've matched them together. And then confidently taking them by the hand and being like, you are after X, Y, and Z, and we can provide A, B, and C. And they're a perfect match because da, da, da boom, you've landed, you're in, you've done it with confidence. Absolutely. And, and yeah, that's probably how you go from creating a customer to a customer that's becoming a raving fan. And a raving fan, of course, we know is someone who is going to recommend you. They're going to be one of your marketeers just through mm-hmm. word of mouth, you know? It was great. We went along to uh, Ambitions Agency. This was what we thought we wanted. Actually, once we started talking, it turned out that X, Y and Z was needed mm-hmm. uh, and they were able to bring these solutions to the party. Since then, we've got all of these wonderful benefits. It's, 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 it works perfectly with the first one. Right? Easy to say, hard to
0: do, I promise. You yeah, yeah, and, yeah, for um, sure. Work in progress. But I yeah. love that
1: analogy of creating a really good landing, landing short, Yeah. Mm. For sure, uh, number three on his list is my remarkable just kind of like flicked, flicked off, which is uh, perfect timing. But number three is presence, oh, and not not as he said the presence that you'll find under the tree on Christmas, no. but your
0: presence. Yeah, they're teaching that a lot at the moment. They're heavy on that. Mm. That's hard to do. Um, gosh, where do you begin with that? It's, it's... mindset, curiosity.
1: Mindset curiosity, but I think it goes a lot further than that. I think it I think body language, I think how you're holding yourself, I think walking into the room and not shying away from what's going on and standing in the corner and uh, and kind of being a bit too excessively introverted. I think it's really important to not command a room. I don't think you need to go that far, but certainly, you know when you're talking to someone, there's some basic fundamentals, there's good eye contact. There's nodding where, where appropriate. There's reciprocating some of the language that they're using. There's, you know, standing with your shoulders up and not slumping, you know, some real basics that show you as a person, you exude confidence because you're really confident in what your product or service can provide. You know, I think if you said, Sam, tell me a little bit about coaching. Tell me what it could do for my business. Mm-hmm. And I start going, um, uh, then mm-hmm. uh, yeah. uh, straight away, I'm using so many filler words that the way I communicate our service is completely off. I then could be scratching the back of my neck. I could be looking around for help subconsciously straight away. The confidence is lacking and lacking just through my presence.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think <clears throat> it comes back a bit to, you remember that the saboteurs, the yeah. judge yeah. and the pleaser. So like in a sales call, to, if you're a pleaser like me, it's very tempting to want to please people. So, yeah. and that, go, that goes back to the questioning point. So, you know, you please them by saying, oh yes, that was a good answer. Thank you. That's, I'm going to run with it now. It's like, no, I can ask them some more questions without making them unhappy. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Um because so at part the end of the day, presence.
1: you're leading towards pleasing them. By asking those questions, you're going to please them even more. And I think as long as you get your head around the,
0: and take away the urgency. I think if you're, a, and for you as a coach, for me as a coach, what I bring to the call is, is it should be a bit, it should be like a coach. It should be have like a coaching experience in the sales call. Yeah. Yeah, and that means I'm here to I I drive the structure and I determine the structure of this event mm. because I want you to have a good e- experience. Yeah, and so I'm quite you know I'll be quite direct with you about how it's going to work. You're not going to ask me questions. That we get you know I'm going to get an understanding first. I'm going to, and so that's all in the presence, isn't it? I'm yeah. not going to be smiley, not too smiley, not going to be too you know. Yeah. How can I help yeah. you today, sir? Yeah. So your language is ever so important. Um, yeah.
1: Your language, your body language, the, the the things that you're communicating verbally and non-verbally, you know, and 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 the understanding of okay, you've come to me for help. Let's let's get you to where you want to be. Let's really uncover what it is you or your company needs, yeah. and we're going to provide that for you. We're we're going to provide that a, a fair exchange of value, you know.
0: Well, I, I would never set it up saying I'm going to provide. I set it up saying we have. A, I want you to have a good experience with this process, and to make sure there's a fit here. Yeah. And all I would say at the front of call is all we're determining today is if there's, we both feel mm. that there's room to go for a second call. Yeah. That's what we're getting to. Yeah. And so they go, oh, okay.
1: They relax a little bit. They relax bit. a bit. Yeah, yeah Names
0: sure. are good as well, by the way. If you're in a group situation, mm. if you want to connect with people and have that presence, if you say, and you, know, you, you might have, you know, sales meet might be three or four people. I had one the other day. It's like, okay, you know, uh, one of the ladies called Samantha, I turned to her because three blokes obviously trying to edge her out like that i said samantha what you know tell me what you think is the biggest da-da-da. and she was like oh and she's up and she's in again rather nice. than being kind of a bit drifting out i love what you did there just subconsciously yeah when you replicated samantha yeah. and what she did yeah she sat up she said oh she okay i'm yeah. ready yeah here we
1: go i'm switched on i'm a, i'm alert use, i'm a to the name right here
0: the old name magic i like that. love like
1: that eye contact as well when you're in yeah. front of a room of people and scanning i know we're digressing yeah. a little bit but that's really important well. So i yeah.
0: love all that for
1: sure. So number three, making sure that you've got true presence. And, and you'll get that almost through 0.5 on our list, which we will uncover very shortly. Oh,
0: I don't know what it is. That's exciting. Go. 0.4, oh. speed. Oh, what is
1: Okay. 0.4 is speed on his top five mm-hmm. things that all sales, uh, salesmen and okay. business owners need. I know interest.
0: where he got this. I know what there is. There is evidence on this, but go on. Yeah. yeah. So
1: buyers are impatient and have yes. a short attention span. Yes. And the person who
0: turns <laughs> up first with the solution is probably the person yes. who's going to get more business. I was talking about this today with a client. We were planning his website, and he said, "I don't want to do a contact page in it because I hate it when you fill in a form and they never speak to you again because it goes to an unmonitored inbox. I hate that." And I said, "I know exactly what you mean. I've had it recently. It's um, <clears throat> so frustrating." And Marcus, there is research on this, uh, which I think he might have alluded to, but uh, yeah. Just if you, if you're the first one in, you're likely to get the sale, which is ridiculous because the poor bloke is totally prepared, but doesn't see his email for half a day. Yeah. It's all
1: over. It's all over. But then do you put the structure in place to make sure that if email speed is so important or replying to people is so important, yep. then you're able to hit that straight away. And that may just be a holding email. That may just be, we're going to get back to you ASAP. You know, just some way yeah. of... Yeah. And I, I guess it's probably only going to get... You know, the speed thing's probably only going to get more amplified the longer it goes on. And the reason that I say that is the generation behind us, who we spoke about at length before are even more impatient than we are because of the way in which they've been raised and that their attention is probably slightly less and that the fact that they need answers, entertainment. Yeah. um, Now, now, we need it now because that's what they've been brought up on. I guess so. I'm always a bit dubious. That's why videos are only three or four seconds long nowadays because that's their suspension span and they can just get the next one straight away.
0: But aren't we all a bit like that? I suppose my caution with all of this. People say oh, everything's got to be short. I'm like, well, can you explain Joe Rogan to me then? Because his podcasts are three hours long. Yeah, and he's doing quite well. He's doing all right. So for himself. I don't think people. I don't think people have short attention spans. Okay. But I think they are impatient. If there's no value, they're going to go. Okay. That's nice. why. It's, that's you know, yeah. So, no good. Good comeback. But yeah, no. But we got to. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. People can't answer their emails. I so just drives me yeah. potty. <laughs> or,
1: or the phone. You know, I phone a lot of business owners. Um, mm-hmm. To set up discovery calls, mm. the amount of businesses that go through to answer phone. Yeah. Like genuinely yeah. out of the I would say, I would say a good twenty five percent of businesses are going through to answer phones. They really are. And I'm not talking about your big corporations who've got structures in place to be able to give a holding message and say mm. we'll come back to you in five minutes. But, you know, SMEs. Small and yeah. medium enterprise businesses, maybe a one man band, maybe a husband and wife thing, maybe someone who's branched out and got three members of staff, but they're all busy because that's what he's put them there to do. Answer your phones.
0: So get, that could be, you need to, I mean, I'm, I'm probably a bit guilty of this cause I get so many sales calls coming in. Okay. That, it, <laughs> that I don't always answer the phone at work. Yeah. I can't, I just can't. Yeah. Um, and, and also, honestly, I cannot remember the last time a genuine prospect called me rather than filled in a form on the website. Okay, so that's interesting. I answer them like a little bugger. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know,
1: it's difficult, isn't it? Because you can't measure who's calling and who's not calling in terms of how many prospects have I lost through this, haven't you? Through trying to protect my time, not spending sales calls.
0: Well, you probably, you can't. The other thing is, if people really wanted you, they would leave a message and salespeople never do. So that's, yeah, I guess that's one way of measuring. I feel like, by the way, this is an ad for a telephone answering service, isn't it? So, um, (laughs) yeah. I've just done a training with a lovely lady called Sarah. Oh, I'm going to get the name B A S E Y as a second name, Basie. Basie. And she runs a telephone answering service. So if you're an SME, hit her up on LinkedIn okay because she's great Uh, sarah basie basie (laughs) Basie. i don't know basie i suppose um yeah so you know to your point though yeah and it's i know it isn't that much money to have it and if it's if you i know yeah if if you're gonna miss one client a month through it whatever then yeah you know it's got to be worth it yeah i
1: agree i agree definitely if that return on investment stacks up then yeah Mm -hmm. reach out to sarah for sure point five point five point five it's because i've been. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it is, it is this is the one. Is it? Is this the one? No, this is the one, mate. This is the one. And will tell you for a while I've got okay. quite an answer on yeah, this. Yeah. True subject matter expertise. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. True subject matter expertise. Now, if you think about all the things that we've gone over so far today on these five points, what yep. have we looked at? We've at better discovery questions. Yes. Okay, well that's a standalone thing. Now let's now let's look at the other three. Strong recommendations, confident. Yep presence mm-hmm. speed i think those three are born from number five the true subject matter expertise interesting go on tell me more because if look let's say we're having a conversation there's three of us yeah okay all from very different industries yes and the two of you are having a chat about something that or there's a conversation going on about mm. something that i know is my industry for yes. example but i don't don't massively know all the answers a little bit awkward I'm probably not going to be stood there with my shoulders back chin held high ready to jump in with some value because I might be I might be victim of the little voice saying you better shut up here you're going to be exposed the imposter syndrome might sneak in the judge Mm. the Mm. saboteurs you know so having that true subject matter expertise all of a sudden allows you into the conversation how do you become a true matter expert? You research and you get into it. You live your life by it. You know.
0: Well, if you're saying a subject matter within your own company, yeah, within your own company, within your own organization, within anything. You know, it's it's. Um, I tell you what caught my eye on this. This is this is okay. interesting. This is. I was looking at an ad. for Amazon data services come to us. Obviously, try and sell us there. Whatever their data stuff is. Okay. I know it's quite a, it's quite <laughs> big for them. This but, is you know. an example of not non, a true subject yeah, as our yeah. expertise, it's, ladies it's and it's gentlemen. Data stuff, Sam. Um but it's really interesting. So their ad their ad comes up, served to me, because I'm related, I guess. But it says, come for discovery day, come to the data center, meet yeah. the techies. Yeah. Big line at the bottom. No salespeople will be in the room. Okay. Is that interesting? It's just to what you say. Yeah. That's because experts like my developers might want to go. They don't want to be sold to, but they want to meet the experts. That's yeah. it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's more powerful to meet the experts and get into it. It's more powerful than any any salesperson. Such a shame. Salespeople have got such a bad rap. They
1: really have. And I can see why. You know, you look back 20, 30 years, you've got timeshare, you've got double glazing, you've yeah. got door-to-door salesmen who have that hard salesman yeah. has, has besmeeched that part of every organization. Yes. Do you like that word? <laughs> Does it mean what I think it
0: means? I don't know. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, well, off. Off. Apparently, Mary on. Bennett
1: doesn't think no, that the word besmeeched no. should have been used in that sentence. I think it's
0: besmirch, but let's roll. I think.
1: <laughs> this is, I do say some weird things, like yeah. bespoke.
0: You make up words. I do make up <laughs> words.
1: Yeah. Corridor is another one that I haven't made up. But, Corridor. Yeah, but certainly can't say properly.
0: Uh, we digress.
1: True subject matter expertise.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, I'd say what I do is bring uh, bring an expert with me if I'm doing selling. Just do that. Nice. Don't yeah. try and wing it. Yeah. Why did that subject resonate so hard with you? That was interesting, though, because at the front of that, you said, "Oh, that, you know." Yeah, yeah. just be,
1: just because. I, okay, I'll tell you for why. Because I've been in situations. One of the, one of the, I would say, I'm going to be very honest on this yeah. now. But one of the key reasons that I left the EDF Energy is because I had massive imposter syndrome, and I'd got to a point in my career where um, there were things that I couldn't get my head around. So I was working in some quite complex mm. areas. I've got no formal education, you know, although I spent 20 years in the energy industry, understanding how a corporate PPA works. What's a PPA? So uh, it's a power purchase agreement. So what that means is that if you are a large entity, um, you could say, I'm spending 50 million on electricity this year. However, I want to buy half of it from the wind farm down the road because that will hit my community aspirations and my sustainability aspirations, and I'll buy the other half off the grid. Right, trying to set that up so that a wind farm that's producing X amount of power, mm. um, then two percent of it will go directly to this company, and the rest needs to be bought off of it. that. It's that's complicated. there's all sorts it's of moving. Yeah, now I found that because uh, I, I'm worried. Uh, yeah. My thoughts on this was. Yeah. Oh, well, good, we've got a minute and a half. We, we always have to check how long we've got on our podcast. Yeah, the reason that it resonates with me is because I've been found guilty of being in conversations where I'm expected to be the expert and not fully knowing the subject matter of, yeah. let's say, for example, a corporate PPA with a, a, a large giant of industry like Tesco's or Morrison's or whatever the case may be, and not feeling confident that I could bring the value that would right. have helped with my sales process to the table even so though I was expected to.
0: Sounds quite complicated. Quite boring in a way. Did it make? Wait, why do you think I left? Okay, yeah, because, yeah I was gonna No, because I mean, if what I'm saying is, if you'd loved it and been excited, oh, I could, it, have, you'd have, I could got have straight have, into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. But just it, it just
1: no, it just didn't do anything for me towards the end. But that true subject matter expertise is something that I looked at and thought, I'm, I'm found wanting here for yeah. the first time in my career because there, there were times in my career when I was really into it. Yeah, and understanding how solutions could help end users was almost the start of my my coaching journey, which is great. However not knowing the true subject you know not being an expert in that field not feeling comfortable it, it, it screwed so up any putting, sort of yeah. chance of sales because people can feel that
0: yes people can feel that your presence isn't great that yeah you're not coming by the time this... the third time you said oh, i'll just ask so and so it's it's over isn't it yeah, yeah yeah i think so so there's five things we will wrap
1: up really quickly because
0: oh, no actually i'm going
1: to stop been. and then we're not going to wrap up really quickly <laughs> i'm just gonna do this yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe recording has been stuck automatically. It's, it's. Huh. Yeah, I mean, I, I can just do bits and bobs, but yeah. So that was why I was so um, not excited, but I was like, oh, I, I feel like I've got a dog in this fight. I feel like I've got a horse in this yeah. race because I've, I've kind of been there, and I, I feel like not, not being a true subject matter uh, expert kind of cost me a little bit, or maybe didn't cost me, but certainly you didn't want to be as well.
0: That's I didn't want I didn't to do it. Be. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, you could. Yeah.
1: Yeah, out, I guess. yeah for sure but there we go those are the five points well so we've got ask better discovery questions use strong recommendations be confident have good presence be speedy you know buyers are impatient you've got short attention be there first um, and then be a true subject matter expert
0: nice yeah i love all them i mean the questions thing for me is just huge it's like never that's ending. The, no, yeah that's I mean, the it's one. a big, like it's that. big life skill isn't it yeah Love it. Um,
1: it's a big life skill, and yet it's one of the easiest things to do. And that's just ask why. It's like well, we do as that. a child, you know? There's a
0: bit of that. Yeah. you. A little bit of caution with why. Like if I'm coaching a team and someone says, uh, you know, so I haven't got to doing task X, and I say, why. Uh, yeah. I mean, accusatory. So no, you be a little bit. Yeah. No, I didn't mean that but, to just but, say. But I why. would say it in another way. I'd say, what got in the way for you, no. which is saying yeah but yep. it's saying it nicely
1: so yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah um yeah no just a caveat i wouldn't use why all the time it's just that's something that um a lot of people can resonate with when asking questions because it's something that everyone's done as a child is often, why 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 and people aren't used to asking questions you know it's um it's it's, yeah. it's definitely become something that people are a bit fearful of because they're just like they've asked me a question or they, yeah. they've said this is what they need this is what i can provide boom i've done a sale Instead of thinking, actually, let's open this up a yeah. little bit more. Let's find out what what's really going on beneath the surface. Let's be really curious. And all of a sudden, instead of selling one, you could have sold one with a handful of upsell products as well. Yeah, slow it down. Slow it down. It down. Slow yeah. it down, baby. Nice. Good podcast. Good podcast. Thanks, yeah, Sam. Felt, yeah, good fun. Felt, felt useful. And, and good to, you know, go and check out Marcus Sheridan. He's full of these really... um interesting value packed posts uh, his book they ask you answer is just revolutionary in terms of inbound marketing um uh, did you have something to say oz i know he's trapped on the blanket oh, okay <laughs> he's just settled down uh, anyway it's goodbye from oz goodbye from me and see you sam good to see you mate yeah, take see it easy brother
0: bye-bye